<laughs> Happy Sunday. It's Josh and John, and we are experimenting with a completely different show than we've ever done before tonight. Um, how's it going, Josh? It's good. I um, At this point, I am all in on the Falcons getting the number one overall pick. Or clearly, uh, I don't know how many of you guys watched the game, but they falconed hard. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, well, they got down 28 to three, came all the way back to get you emotionally invested in, you know, this time it could possibly be different. And it was definitely not different. At yeah. the end. No, no, no. Um, well, and, but on the flip side, the Falcons died so the dogs could live and we are living, <laughs> living right. My <laughs> friend dogs blew out. We had a lot of fun and on top of everything. But the actual X's and O's and, and the execution from the dogs offense and defense, there was a heck of a lot of fun uh, between all the trash talk and all the preseason, you know, hype about this being a trap game and an upset alert and dogs just took care of business and Kirby was fired up. And Kirby mean, was absolutely. So, so we got to talk about We have FTMF. <laughs> now we have FDMF. Uh, First down. Yeah, Yeah, man. And see, I had so much fun. I don't know if I hope some of you, most of you guys are following me on Twitter, but I tweeted out, I was watching it. I was in Las Vegas working all week and I delayed my flight so I could watch the game at the Circus Sportsbook, which was a freaking blast. I cannot say how much fun that was. I made one bet. It was just, if you're a sports fan and you can just have fun, dude, it's it's just a lot of fun. So, I didn't have the audio because there was every single game was on, but I was looking at it. It was one of the big screens. You know, they have a hundred screens there and it was one on the biggest ones. And I saw the, the going to break and I'm like that. That's awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my coach. That's my coach. That's awesome. I, yeah, I, I, I love, I love our coach, man. Um, so good. So yeah, Georgia, Georgia beat South Carolina. So tonight what we're going to do, this is dog central off the cuff. We're going to talk a little bit about Georgia uh, but we're just going to talk about the crazy Saturday that was college football. So we um, experienced it as fans, uh, just like most of you tuning in. And um, and so there's the social media machine was an absolute giver yesterday. So we're going to go through, we'll talk about Georgia, but we're also going to talk about some other games and we're going to share some of our personal favorite moments. Uh, so jump into the YouTube chat. Um, uh, if you're watching this live and, uh, and join us, uh, share some of your favorite moments too. So we'll go down it. So, and, and we, I don't don't know if you said, if you did forgive me, but we have a link in the dog central forum. So subscribers can actually come on if you want to, you don't have to show Yeah. You can talk or you can be, you can be seen and talk. And, uh, so you're, you're welcome to join that. And if this thing gets rolling, we're going to try to do this again. One of the goals was to be interactive and this is sort of a proof of concept. So, uh, did you, we we want to look at the hoops, right? Is that where we're starting? No, I'm sorry, we're starting on. Uh, oh shoot! Um, no, yeah, we'll start. Yeah, we can start. Oh, with I got hoops. this one. That's fine. No, 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 no. Let's do this one. This one. Let's do this one. Yeah. So this is what we just talked. Oh, yeah. no, no, not that one. That that's hoops. <laughs> hang on. Let me hang on. Let me, let me get the other one here. That's all right. Uh, okay. C- keep talking because I. For okay. Some reason I. Okay. So so as I mentioned, this is a totally different kind of show. So we're going to be sharing some of our favorite moments. Um, Georgia beat South Carolina handily. I mean, it was an absolute uh, skull dragging, and I think Georgia could have could have named the score uh, yesterday. Um, I think there are plenty of moments, you know, to look back that we'll analyze. But this was the this <laughs> this was the FDMF moment. Um, if you're watching this on on YouTube, you can see Kirby uh, first down. 
you know, this is a family show, so we'll keep it. But, uh, but I, yeah, no, I love that passion from Kirby. Um, I love, you know, Shane Beamer, uh, for Dog Central subscribers, you know, we had some notes on Shane Beamer and Kirby's, Kirby's relationship earlier this week. And so, uh, it, there is some history there. Uh, in this game, Shane Beamer, up to this point, Shane Beamer had, uh, attempted a fake punt successfully, which kudos to them. They're down 14 to nothing. You got to figure out something. Uh, and then had just went for it on fourth down, uh, trying to stay in the game. And this is uh, Alpha Kirby asserting his dominance, letting them know, uh, I, you know, this is just – it's the analysis of what happened on the play from Kirby Smart right here. <laughs> well, and I was cutting up the plays for us to uh, to break down this week. And um, – it was on the it was on the live feed, you know what I mean? It was like yeah. you know because when he started getting in trouble, it, they went to the mm-hmm. sky cam, the sky cam following him all over. So you saw it live. I didn't catch it that live, but yeah. you know certainly when when ESPN went to the break, I was like, <laughs> so good, <laughs> it was so, good. <laughs> so good, so good. All right, you want to well, do hoops? Yeah. So so our friend UGA Hoops Mafia gave us another good moment, uh, social media moment from this game. So some of you know, you know, this summer uh, Shane Beamer. Which I like Shane Beamer. I think Shane Beamer has, he's for all intents and purposes, he seems like a, he seems like a good guy. He seems like a guy that tries uh, tries hard to to drum up some moxie for his team. But this was the, <laughs> this is the turn your swag on uh, that Hoops edited. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Bowers just absolutely <laughs> Oh Yeah, Hoops is a must follow for any anybody. Hoops the best. Find something you hate as much as Hoops hates that all teams. It's awesome. Yeah, Shane Beamer took a took the uh, took the major L, but never forget. Turn my swan. Well, one of my favorite moments from the game two uh, was uh, the post game where <laughs> Shane Beamer. Uh, so Shane Beamer has had some notorious post game moments already with Georgia. Uh, he added another one uh, this week uh, when one of the sports writers in South Carolina asked him if the Gamecocks uh, are giving up, which I thought was an interesting question. So here's Shane's here's Shane's response. All right. Bear with me here. Got a you lot got of it. buttons. Got a lot of buttons. <laughs> Bring it up. Chandler Mac, right? Sharp. Yeah. We're one and two. Since any give up in the locker room? Hell no. What kind of questions that, Phil? Um, we're one and two. What kind of questions that? We're one and two. We got a bunch of fighters in that room. And, um, and give up. That's not a part of this football program. Get out of here, man. Since any give up in the locker room, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> hell no, Phil. Hell no. I I love. I actually love that Moxie from Shane Beamer. Uh, I don't know how you feel how you feel about it, Josh, but uh, but but I I personally, you know, I don't know. It's it's the way you want your coach to answer that question, right? Get out of here, man. What kind of question is that? It is. It's a terrible question, and it's an annoying question it's to so ask. Annoying. And. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying I want that. You know, there's a lot of times I've had a coach and I say, oh, I love him, you know. And there, you know, there are times way back in the day, and I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to go there. 
I'm not going to open up that that wound. But uh, I'll just say, you know, yeah, sure. You know, but I got, we've got the best coach in college football. So I have, everything else is down below. But no, that's a good answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. I mean, he's he's fired. But I think that's his that's his deal. Like, I think some of the criticism is that he's not maybe maybe the brilliant football guy he is, but he certainly is a motivator. He can, you know, it seems like his kids want to play for him. So, uh, it, you know, but it's just still an annoying beat writer answer. And just, and it, it's, it's so it's, yeah, it's, it's annoying. I think, you know, I think Beamer, uh, it, one of the things that we talked about on the dog central forum this week is, you know, Shane Beamer, he's, he was a coach for 20 years before getting this head coaching job. Um, and he actually never made it up the ranks to uh to a coordinator role before he jumped into a head coaching role so i think he's still learning how how to actually you know lead the entire uh group i mean obviously he comes from from good stock um with frank but i but but i will say those types of answers are things that go a long way with players that go a long way especially after you just got you know your ass beat um those those kinds of answers are what you want your coach uh, to be out there to be out there saying. So good on Shane for that. Yeah. All right, we're gonna break down the Georgia game uh, in a lot more detail throughout this week on Dog Central. Uh, we are gonna go through you know um, stats review, film reviews, all of those things um, with me and Josh and Graham. So definitely tune in for that. The rest of this show, we're actually just gonna talk about. We're just gonna talk about some other games. We're going to talk about some ball and we're going to talk about what happened around the college football scene. And so um, feel free to jump in. If you're a dog central member, check out the link in the forum. Uh, You can actually join the show and we'll talk about Georgia. We'll talk about whatever, uh, whatever other games you want to talk about. Some of your favorite moments as well, too. Um, I want to, I want to pop over to Boone, North Carolina, uh, the, the location of game day this week Um, app state and Troy. Um, absolute chaos. So Troy led 28 to 24. They had a goal line stand on their own two to stop app state. They ran three plays, chose to take the safety, right? So the safety, you know, puts them in a situation where, um, not only, so what I don't understand about this safety, Josh, when you, when they took the safety, it made it a two point point game. game. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, yeah, that, that, that's not, it was a, it was a four-point game, and then it went to a two-point game, and a field goal gets you beat. So I don't understand the safety, first of all. Yeah, um, and my little score prediction had a two-point Troy victory, so it really, really kind of hurt. That didn't hurt, but you know, I think my, I was on the right side of the number. But that's a side point. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense unless, especially with that much time on the clock. You know, if you're inside mm-hmm. 15 seconds and you can run out half of that, I mean, you saw the exact same thing in the Lions Rams game today. Yeah. Um, and it, the math was much better there, but still, even then, they screwed it up because they kicked the ball out, and the Falcons had it at the 50 yard line, needing, you know, needing you know a field goal to tie. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. That's there. That's. I think trying to maybe a little too cute yeah. there from, from, yeah. You know. Yeah. And the Rams today, when they took the safety, it still, it still was a four point game. So field goal doesn't tie field. Goal oh, was it, four point? I thought it, it okay. was, yeah, it was 31, 27. So oh. yeah. So, so I don't get the safety, uh, but after the safety, I mean, Chase Bryce, a Hail Mary, um, y'all have all seen it. You've all, I'm sure you've already, you already caught the, the highlight. We just showed it on the screen. If, if you were watching, what I loved after the game uh, that you may have missed is so Chase Bryce throws this hail mary, then the the so the fans are trying to storm the field. So App State is kind of like a high school stadium. You got that you got that rail. 
You have Chase Bryce going over to help women and children. He just threw a Hail Mary. And the guy is helping women and children onto the field. Watch this, this girl falls. Hell of a throw, man. <laughs> he just, this guy just threw Oh, here he goes. Oh, Chase, say what's up. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> this is that was one that I uh, that was one that I didn't see because I was on the flight. Literally, I jumped on the plane right at, yeah. late, and so I didn't even see that. So it was a trip to watch that. The, my, my total camera nerd is that was like the high def camera. You can see like the super shallow depth of, depth of field from the uh, whoever the. The online on sideline uh, videographer was. They had their fancy camera on that too. That was pretty funny. So yeah, I, uh, it was it was a trip. I mean, you know, yeah. ESPN hit an absolute home run going to that stadium, going to that town, and just it was four or five days of just you know pure college football at its purest. Really, it really yeah. was just great. I, I, it sucks for Troy, but you know, it's going to be one of those games those guys are going to be, have, you know, be proud to be a part of, and we'll remember that both sides, some some more fondly than others, but it really was a trip. Yeah, and I mean, you know, those, those are the games. Um, I don't think ESPN, I mean, they couldn't have scripted the, the week better for App State, like you mentioned, uh, but I also think, you know, you, you mentioned it. I mean, I think that those are the kind of games that hopefully will get uh, – Hang on a day. second. Hey, Keep yeah. talking. All right, go for it, Josh. Josh is going to put on a hat. Hopefully, yep. Here we go. Now we're now I'm not blinded anymore. Thank you, Josh. Josh has put on a hat. Um, all right, perfect. <laughs> Duval Cam Duval. There's awesome. this is the OG hat. This is the one that was shut down by a lawyer from New York City. So so, New York City. New That's York amazing. City. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, Josh is wearing uh, the FTMF hat, which uh, Kirby. We're going to have to get new ones printed up for um, after the South Carolina game. But yeah, the app state Troy. I mean, that's, that's why, uh, you know, that's why I would love to see, uh, would love to see game day go to some of these other locations. Like for me personally, I, my vote this week. So game day is going to Tennessee and Florida going up to Knoxville. Uh, when there is a game between undefeated Kansas and Duke happening in Lawrence, Kansas, why, why don't you go to that game, ESPN? The cowards, they should go to Kansas for an undefeated Kansas versus Duke football game. Uh, that's a good point. I just don't know if that would produce the results that it, they really want. It I mean, I would not. Yeah, I mean, they go to the, you know, you they go to their, I imagine they go a couple times a year for basketball. And that little version of game day, which is nothing like the college football on Saturday morning thing, but I just don't know yeah. if if that would do it. But it is is you know maybe uh, outkick the coverage can go to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here here's the other thing. Here's the question, right? The question is, how many Kansas and Duke fans know that their football team is undefeated right now? <laughs> do you? <laughs> I don't. I think it's probably a small margin of Kansas and Duke fans that are tuning in. I think the Kansas. I think the Kansas more than Duke. I think Kansas more than Duke. I mean, Duke is, you know, it's a, it's definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, Auburn and Duke are basketball schools. <laughs> Kansas, Kansas is, uh, Kansas is reliving their, uh, their man, their man genie. Man, what's his name? Um, man, Mark Mangini. Yeah, man, Mark Mangino. I don't know his name. 
but yeah, that I guy. Think- are they still paying? Uh, what was the OC? Uh, the OC from uh, um, Notre Dame didn't he? Charlie coach Weiss. There? Did Charlie he coach Weiss. there? I yeah, he did. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was Mark Mangino and uh, and Charlie Weiss and Les Miles had a stop there. I mean, they've had some guys. They've had some yeah. guys make some stops there. Uh, yeah, they're they're trying, just not succeeding at at doing that <laughs> very yeah. well. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, uh, I, I am excited, uh, excited for App State, um, excited also for Kansas and Duke. We're not going to talk too much about that tonight, but um, a lot of a lot of basketball schools um, making some moves these days. Um, yes. Right. Speaking of basketball Imagine, school. <laughs> yeah, speaking of basketball schools, we're hey, we're going to talk about Florida. Uh, hang with us, Scott. We see you in the YouTube chat. We're going to talk about Florida. Uh, oh, we got but, Will. Will joined. Hey. Yeah. All right, let's let's really right, there. He well. comes, here he comes. Will, what's up? Will, what's up? Hey, y'all, how's it going? Going well. Uh, how are get, you? Let me turn off my uh, NFL stream right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I just chiming in on the game day comments. It's like I would yeah. rather them go to a random school, you know, because you don't know who's that good in the P five anyway. Mm-hmm. And it was electric watching college game day this past weekend, and everyone's going nuts and Boone. So yeah. why not? You know, yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah, your your point is great. I think if they back to back weeks, it would have been a little little kind of cheesy. I think for ESPN to kind of force it, and when they've done it to when they went to North Dakota State, I mean, when they've done it, they've done it really well. And I, I think they didn't want to ruin it, you know, or kind of spoil a little bit of the App State and Boone vibe. So I, you know, and hell, you know. <laughs> Maybe they'll just wait for Kansas to be four and then they'll they'll go to Kansas, Ohio State, or Kansas. Oklahoma. Listen, no, you got Kansas and Texas coming up at some point. So if Texas, you know, if Texas keeps winning and Kansas keeps winning, uh, they, you know, maybe maybe they were looking at that as their opportunity. But I'm with you, Will. I would I would rather. I mean, I I say just uh, just push the envelope a little bit. I really love the atmosphere at Boone. Um, would have loved to see it somewhere besides Tennessee, but y- you know, y'all know why that is too. Um, hopefully everyone is wearing, you know, the ESPN crew, hopefully they bring their ponchos, um, <laughs> that they're protected by some netting. Cause who knows how much mustard is going to be, uh, going to be tossed at the game day set, um, this, this, this weekend. Uh, there's a cold hearted one right there. Anthony Richards is going to be a good safety in the next level. <laughs> uh, we have, we have some Anthony Richardson. We have some Anthony Richardson tweets that we're going to share, uh, in a, in a few too. Will, did you catch Penn State and Auburn? I did. Well, so we had a wedding that I had to push uh, for. I think I had to leave at like six. So I caught the first. I, yeah. I caught it until it started going downhill yeah. real fast. So yeah. I got wedding in stuff. September. So you're no longer friends with them. But oh th- thanks God. for going to the wedding. Yeah. I'm, like- and, and let me rag on this real <laughs> quick in case any of my friends happen to be in the chat for. Uh, <laughs> unnamed people's wedding that is on the day of Georgia, Florida, and both of them went to Georgia. Oh. And Ooh. I am fortunately Ooh. it's in central time. So the game will be done by the time like we we checked. Obviously we checked. But I can't believe they did that. I don't want to call them out, but you know mm. I think you did, just did. <laughs> I think yeah. you did well but <laughs> they know they know who they are. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well thanks for jumping in and thank you for being a subscriber and uh Love it. and uh yeah so Will's a subscriber jumped in there and we threw him on. So and and uh, thanks for jumping in, dude. Damn. This is what we're trying to do. Yeah, come on. Peace out. Stay in, keep yeah. watching, but we're gonna open it up now that Graham joined us too, man. Thanks, Will. Yeah. 
Graham. What's up, fellas? Thank you. I knew I knew this was too fun for you not to jump in. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I, I was finishing 12 takeaways and then I I got a notification you guys were on the air and I was we're I turned it on, on and I saw Oh, to put it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you could have. I retweeted it. Oh, yeah. but yeah, I, I logged on and I saw the uh, social boy, and I was like, oh, I gotta get on this. <laughs> Turn my swag on. Yeah. Turn my swag on. Listen, Shane, Shane Beamer has had a great off season with it's a couple of viral memes. Uh, he had a really mm-hmm. good pushback on a post post uh, game dumb question. So I mean, he's. You know, two weeks in a row, actually. <laughs> yeah, two weeks in a row. Yeah, he he did that against uh, after the Arkansas game as well. Yeah, to an Arkansas yeah, reporter. Can... Yeah, he's gonna be. He, he well, we we've kind of talked Beamer out, but yeah, I think he's. That's a that's a stick. He'll be fired in a couple of years. It's <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Agree. Okay, so right. we were talking about basketball schools earlier. So down on the. Down on the plains. Uh... Yeah, we got another basketball school, Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> Auburn, uh, Penn State. Okay, so Penn State came into Auburn and won forty-one to twelve. So, uh, so listen, I have uh, some friends and family who are Auburn fans um, and who live in the Auburn area. There was a concert in Jordan Hare Stadium in twenty sixteen with Kenny Chesney and Sam Hunt country concert. Mm-hmm. Sam Hunt did this terrible like country rap during that concert in 2016. I think yesterday Auburn had the worst performance in Jordan Hare Stadium since that Sam Hunt country rap um, <laughs> happened. It was a terrible, terrible performance uh, on both accounts. Um, you had all week of the orange out. You had the Auburn social media like tweezing uh, tw- uh teasing you know orange jerseys you had all these things and auburn Oof. auburn just laid an absolute egg what what were your yeah. what were your thoughts of the game graham i mean i bet on penn state and it wasn't a bet on thinking penn state was good it was just thinking that auburn would be very bad and mm-hmm. uh they're bad man and i mean like i think when we did our previews i thought that they would at least be able to like you know Stay pretty solid up front at the line of scrimmage. And, like, I mean, their run fits yesterday were atrocious. I mean, they were letting Sean Clifford, you know, QB run for touchdowns. Um, Mm -hmm. They got beat in every phase. And I think the the biggest problem is, like, fit – didn't really play bad. I mean, they just don't have receivers that can get separation. They don't have – you know, no. I mean, Tank Bigsby is a great player, but he doesn't have any blocking help. Like, it's a there's not a solution or a fix there. Like across the board, it's just they're going to be terrible. That's that's all yeah. there is to it. It's not a scheme adjustment. Yeah, Ag- agree. And I think you know, I think Auburn. Um, it's hard to know at this point um, how Auburn works their way out of their situation that they're in. Cause they just, they don't have the, it's clear that they just don't have the players. And um, there's a lot of things that they tried to do that they should have been able to do um, if they had sec. I mean, I'll just say it. If they had sec caliber football players and in a lot of positions, they just don't at the moment. And Penn state um, absolutely, uh, you know, Scott said in the chat earlier, but Penn state just absolutely bullied bullied Auburn um 
I, you know, I thought the the tweets during the game were the, you know, the ones that you would think. You had Stuart Mandel saying that boosters were trying to figure out a way to to fire Harson before the fourth quarter uh, to maybe maybe salvage salvage the game. Um, but my, you know, at this point, I I can't figure out if it's Harson or if it's Auburn that's the most like dysfunctional um, because because I think you know everything that happened in the off season, um, everything that's happened in recruiting uh, over the last couple of years. I mean, it's just hard to know which, which is the bigger problem. Um, I think for me, yeah, go ahead, Graham. No, I mean, I just, I think that's why they ended up with Harson to begin with. Right. Like yeah. The, yeah. the booster dysfunction and the, you yeah. know, consistent like power struggle between, yeah. You know, I mean, the athletic director Alan Green got fired for for hiring a football coach, like because he yeah. made the decision that an athletic director <laughs> is supposed to make at any yeah. other school. They forced him out. Yeah, and they're gonna put they're gonna put a yes man in there too that will let the boosters run everything. So this problem's yeah. not getting better. Yeah. It's probably gonna get worse. Yeah. So so this tweet sums up the the situation very well at Auburn um, that I I shared with Josh. So, um, which I thought was perfect. This one right here. Yep. This is Brian Harson trying to fix Auburn football, which I think is just, <laughs> which I think is, I think is just, it's, it's just the perfect example. Uh, of, very accurate. Yeah. And I think that's going to be every football coach that comes into Auburn. Um, because I do, I agree with you, Graham. I think, you know, there's a story that Ross Dellinger told on a podcast recently that I listened to where he said, um, that there was a there was a good coaching candidate that that uh, told him um, he had had a good meeting with Alan Green. He was very excited about uh, about potentially being the Auburn football coach. Um, he met with one of the uh, he met with someone on the trustees, one of the someone on the board of trustees, and uh, uh-huh. said he had a good meeting with Alan. And they said, "Yeah, we don't know how much longer Alan's going to be around." <laughs> And so, and so the coach withdrew his name from the job. So you have you apparently there are stories like that happening a lot at Auburn, where coaches are actually getting excited about the opportunity, and then as they talk to other people, it's a there's a big disconnect. Um, so I don't think Carson well, can save his job at this point. Um, go for it. No, that's over. I mean, no, it's like you don't know who you're working for, and even even the guy that hires you, you're, and he doesn't know who. He- he's working for and nobody knows who they're working for. And, you know, eventually it becomes, you can't body in any role, Mm -hmm. but that's what Mm -hmm. you basically have to do at Auburn to have job security. And that's impossible. So, yeah, I mean, I I think they can go ahead and fire Harson, but I feel like they're going to end up in like a, a Tennessee kind of style coaching search where it's a bunch of dysfunction and they're not able to hire like a, a or B level candidate because yeah they and Tennessee and I think you? Tennessee yeah exactly yeah and I think I, I don't think if you're if you're an A candidate for a for a coaching job in college football um, why would you look at Auburn the last you know few years and know that even with conference expansion and and you know realignment and all those things like you're playing in the toughest conference in college football it's only getting worse. Your rival in state is Alabama. 
you and you have to deal with all of this dysfunction. I mean, that's a that's a tough tough ask for anybody, no matter how good of a coach you are. Um, and I think Tennessee, you know, they ended up with Josh Heupel because they ended up with Danny White. So I think you'll probably see, you know, a similar situation with an athletic director uh, trying to bring somebody that's a, you know, that that needs to needs a step up uh, from from a group of five team or whatever to come into Auburn. You know, <laughs> Coach Prime. <laughs> Coach Prime's going to end up. I, I saw I saw a tweet that that Coach Prime should uh, should come coach at Georgia Tech. <clears throat> should come back to Atlanta and coach in the 404. I yeah, mean, I've that's heard worse ideas. It's not a cultural fit, you know. Um, I think, I think Atlanta he's... or Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he. I mean, I, I. He wants a Power Five job from from what I've heard and, mm-hmm. and read. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't know if if what the relationship is with Florida state. Cause that's most obvious, but you know, if Norvell is going pretty well, then that, that doesn't seem like a likely spot for him to go to. Um, I mean, it, you know, Auburn would be good because he could go there for a couple of years, get fed up. And then by then Florida state would be open. I'm telling you, Auburn, Auburn is just that crazy. God, I, nah, he, no, that's just one big athlete. Auburn's not going to hire a black football coach. I mean, let's just call it like, <laughs> wow. I mean, like, I, I'm serious. I mean, they're not like, let's off be the real. cuff. Hey, you know, okay. but, yeah, let's be honest. I, I don't disagree. I don't think I don't Auburn disagree. will do it. And, you know, I think the other side of it, well, talking about Georgia Tech for a second, I, like Colorado and Georgia Tech might be the two worst teams in the FBS. They're definitely the two worst teams in the Power Five. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Like I think you have like a curse of nineteen ninety thing happening here. They could go a combined zero and twenty four this season, which I think is interesting. But um, I mean, I don't know where the right spot for Coach Prime is, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll move off Auburn. Um, I, you know, Auburn. Auburn is definitely in some trouble. And watching that performance versus Penn State, holy cow! Um, there, most of I think all maybe all of us or most of us fi- picked Auburn to finish near the bottom, if not at the bottom of the SEC uh, West, and I think that solidified that for me yesterday. Um, all right, uh, Florida <laughs> escaped escaped Florida escaped the USF Bulls, um, who you know. I think Florida was at one point in that game, Florida had given up uh, 230 something yards rushing and nine and a half yards of carry. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Richardson has now thrown zero touchdowns, four interceptions, and he's made three tackles. Um, <laughs> I didn't know the three, three tackles. <laughs> yes, he's made three tackles. Uh, yeah. In in as the starting quarterback, I gotta, I gotta in three go, games as a I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tweet out his uh, PFF defensive grade tomorrow. <laughs> Please, <laughs> would love his up. tackling. I would love his tackling grade. Hopefully, they have graded that. Uh, Carson Beck, the backup quarterback at Georgia, has more touchdowns than Anthony Richardson this year. Um, more, Carson Beck actually. has now thrown two. Anthony. Anthony Richardson, yeah, Richardson has thrown zero. He ended the game versus USF with a QBR of eleven point six. Um, that throw that Josh just showed on the screen was just real, real bad. Um, but my favorite analysis was, uh, which I which I agree with, 
Um, we got to stop calling this man AR. Um, he doesn't deserve a nickname. <laughs> His, his name is Anthony. Anthony. Until he uh, uh, until he throws a touchdown pass, you are Anthony. Um, so no nickname for Anthony Richardson. Um, what what's going on at Florida, guys? What's what's so was Dan Mullen? I mean, what I'm what I'm realizing is that Dan Mullen um, was on really something. had no choice. At, well, he had no choice at quarterback. You had Emory Jones, who hasn't been great. Um, at Arizona State, and who obviously wasn't great at Florida, and then you have Anthony Richardson, who everyone hyped up all off season, um, except for particular people uh, who are on the screen right now. Um, uh, he can, yeah. I, I was going to show Cole Kublik did show, you know, he tweeted this out yesterday of uh, Anthony Richardson dunking from the free throw line. Um, so maybe, maybe switching to basketball. Maybe he should. Uh, you know, go hang out with, with Florida's new basketball coach. Um, be I, a good I, small forward. Yeah, I just think he's he's played so poorly, and I don't know how Florida won that game. Um, oh well, they had two bad snaps on on a drive where they were possibly yeah. won the game. I mean, that's yeah. how they won the game. I don't know what happens in in overtime if they, if they get that you know, hold down or whatever, but yeah, they got, they got lucky. They got real lucky. They were, they were looking, they were staring down the barrel of losing to central Florida and yeah. South Florida. I don't think they play that in the years. They play that in 2021, but, but yeah, but, well, it, but, but within a 12 month period. Yeah. yeah. So here's uh something that I just realized uh, Florida, you know, they had to pick six by Jalen Kimber. So they scored 24 offensive points last night. I mean, technically, South mm-hmm. Florida's offense outscored Florida. But uh, Howard of FCS fame, uh, they scored 20 points against South Florida's defense uh, the week before. So uh, just an interesting comparison. You know, I think you put the the Howard <clears throat> Bulls and the Florida Gators on a neutral field. We might have less than a touchdown spread there. <laughs> I mean, and, and listen, and and obviously this show, this is our off the cuff show this week. Uh, we're having some fun, but I don't think that I don't think that's too far off. I mean, Florida oh, is God. Florida. Florida. The more I see them play, the more I wonder exactly what will what will Kaplan just said. And we and I know I know. I mean, Florida. So question was, can someone college football math for me? Florida beating Utah, and then whatever's happened the last two weeks. It's a great point. I think personally, I don't. I don't think Florida beat Utah. I think Utah lost the game, yeah. and those are two. I mean, very, they were two very. They came inside games. ten twice and got no points, and then there was a third time no they points. were inside the twenty and got no points. So, yeah, from an efficiency yeah. standpoint, or you know whatever you want to call it, like a game flow standpoint, they should not have won that game. But I mean, all right. You think about right, it. I'm just going to stop. Florida, the, the, there's no Mullen praise on this show. Okay, we've had we no more Green Soldier. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. Not putting that up on the screen. Maybe We're no accolades. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Florida could be zero and three if not for a bad snap and uh, an interception in the end zone to end the game. Yeah. True. Yeah. They're, they're they're not that good, but they still like. I'm a '90s Georgia fan, man. <laughs> Just they still like. I want to beat them, but uh, I don't want to take them too much for granted. But they look terrible. They look terrible. well. I don't think I don't think Georgia has too much to worry about. Um, I mean, there's still a long way to go before the cocktail party, but 
Sheesh. Uh, I, I think, I think Florida, we haven't, we'll, we'll put our picks out later this week, but um, I think uh, Florida opened as a 10 point underdog at Tennessee. That line was Tennessee minus 10. And um, I personally will probably hammer Tennessee minus 10. Cause I think, I think Florida is going to be pretty badly. Um, all right. <laughs> Will says uh, that we have to be careful how we talk about Dan Mullen because that's UGA's future defensive analyst and current dog central member, Dan Mullen. <laughs> no, it's probably true. I mean, not the dog central member part, but uh, I mean, if mocking goes, I don't, I don't think it's a, yeah, a question of like, oh, maybe Dan Mullen is the guy. <laughs> That is that is very off the cuff. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, like I, if Faulkner's not the guy, then maybe Dan. Mullen yeah, is. Hey, listen here. Here's what here's what I think about Dan Mullen. Um, he lives in Kirby Smart's neighborhood. He plays the same golf courses and and rides the same lakes. But he is still the guy that at halftime Kirby Smart said <laughs> that he wanted to break their undisciplined ass. Um, and so I think making the leap from. <laughs> <laughs> from their undisciplined ass to I want to hire this guy uh, feels a little bit feels a little bit like a big jump. Well, you heard what Smart uh, said when he did his uh, preseason at the Athens Country Club, right? I did, yeah. About one of the don't share, you yeah. Don't one share. of the people in the audience raised their hand and asked a question about you know, hey, why, have you thought about rotating quarterbacks? You know, it'd be nice to see uh, Kirby or I'm sorry, uh, Stetson and. Carson maybe like switch off every series like Florida does. And he's like, well, you know, Florida did that last year and now their coach doesn't have a job. So he shut that idea down pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Dan, I think Mullen going in and uh, before Georgia had ever even played a game against Florida and talking about at the pep rally saying stuff and then saying that uh, they saying that they won the East because they were co East champions or whatever that year. Like, I think, I think there was just, yeah, I don't think, I don't think Kirby personally is a, it's, I don't think Kirby's a fan of very many uh, people that he, <laughs> that he coaches against. Let's just be honest. Um, all right. Uh, moving on. we got a couple more games uh, we're going to talk about uh, just for, just for fun. Um, Wyoming and air force. Why are we talking about Wyoming and air force? Air Force was a 16 and a half point favorite. I fucking bet on Wyoming. Wyoming. And going tempo here. This is the exactly what you think a go ahead touchdown would look like in Wyoming versus Air Force. This <laughs> they they like hit him on the on the two or the three, and there's just like a scrum uh into the go ahead touchdown uh for Wyoming, who was a 16 and a half point underdog at home uh, to Air Force. Um, Wyoming ends up winning. I mean, look at this. Like, what is happening? The dude threw off. Like, he broke a tackle on the two-yard line. Um, That's AR. Then he uh, gets stripped and by the by the linebacker. Sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. <My> but <laughs> Anthony would have fumbled. The reason we're talking about this game is – His name is Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Is Wyoming won seventeen to fourteen 
16 and a half point underdog. Somebody out there laid 13 G's on the Wyoming money line. Somebody bet 13 grand for Wyoming to be Air Force. What, Graham, what what would make you put 13 grand on a Wyoming money line? Oh, um, you know something? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you've you've put some yeah. money in Air Force's pocket? A, I don't know. A cartel debt? I mean, I'm not sure, man. Like I mean, that's got to be I don't it, there's no I mean, I don't even know if I had um I don't even know if I had fuck you I mean, sorry, we're just using the language tonight. I don't even know if I had. Fuck sorry, you Carter. If I would, sorry, Carter. If I would, if I would put thirteen grand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I would put, if I would put Welcome thirteen grand. grand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I would put thirteen grand on Wyoming, um, but this guy did, and this guy won twenty nine nine, so almost thirty k uh, as a result of this bet. Yeah, that's um, awesome, dude. Don't, don't don't you put the bet on there so you make a cool thirty? Come on, yeah. dude. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. What I will say is there was one. Yeah, you do have to do the math, right? Like you do have to do the math. If you're putting thirteen thousand down, do the math to get the full thirty k. I mean, let's let's just that's a good point. One thing I found, the only explanation that I found for laying that kind of money is this guy knew one thing: Josh Allen's dad was singing the national anthem at that game. And what? so if you know, if you know Josh, can you pull up the clip? We'll we'll play a small snippet of Josh Allen's father singing the national anthem. Oh boy, uh, hang on. Bef- Let me see. Which one is this? All right, that one. It's that a one. Jenna Jenna Cattrall. There, Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I gotta put audio on this, right? Yeah. Seamless transition. Yeah, look at this. Wearing a Bulls jersey. Josh Allen's dad singing the national anthem. I think that's what this guy knew. I think he knew Josh <laughs> Allen energy was going to be in that stadium. And uh, yeah, yeah, the guy was wearing a Bills jersey. Um, I mean, you know, like Josh big... Allen only went to Wyoming because like no one else would give him an offer. No like he, give him an he offer. like showed up at Fresno State like and was like, hey, like I'm from here. I really want to play quarterback for you guys. And they're like, nah, we're good. We don't need like. Some big dude who's super inaccurate. I mean, yeah. props to Josh Allen for being like that total outlier in quarterback evaluation for everyone forever. For but, everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Josh Allen is. I mean, uh, like he did have the racist tweets, you know what I'm saying? So like, then you throw his dad in here, you know, doing the, the, like, I mean, like I look, I live out West. Wyoming is a beautiful state. It's also the, the least densely populated state. Uh, in the lower 48 yeah. and yeah. um 
I'll just say, you know, like there's some sections of Wyoming that you don't feel super safe in sometimes when you drive through it. Will, um, Will brings an interesting point. I, the Bills jersey was a little much, you know. We all, you know, uh, it's, it's like, like I'm a Josh Allen fan. I'm not a Wyoming fan. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Dude knows yeah. where the bread is buttered. Yeah, because not only him, but I don't know if that was his. I don't know if that was his wife. I don't know who the the woman was with him, but she was in the Bills jersey with the cowboy hat. Like I, I just, you know, I think. But I will say, you know, if I had known Josh Allen's dad was going to be singing the national anthem, maybe I would have put down 13 G's on Wyoming <laughs> to win the game. <laughs> uh, you know, right. uh, stats wise, it was kind of wild. I mean, I did. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I looked at tape, but I mean, our Air Force is putting up some really solid numbers, super efficient, yeah. and Wyoming wasn't anything spectacular. So that game was definitely no a shocker. That was definitely uh, yeah. That was definitely uh, there was. That's one of those games. You know, why, like, <clears throat> that's why I don't bet because somebody's willing to that's smarter than me is going to win thirty grand on that game. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the well, Air that's Force the did end up having yeah. five starters that were out for that game. So I kind of wonder yeah. if that dude knew, like, had some inside mm. injury info. Potentially, Dang. yeah. That's See? that's just a lot of money. That's just a lot of money to put that's on that game. So, wanted to bring it up as we were talking about off the cuff. I was running down uh, what happened this weekend and thought, man, somebody won thirty grand on Wyoming. Um, what a world! What a world we live in. <laughs> Western New York is known for its ranching lifestyle. Will tells us uh, that's why she had the cowboy hat. Bills combo, um, connoisseurs. Lots of <clears throat> yeah, lots of cattle and agriculture in Western New York for sure. Um, all right, Oregon, Oregon, BYU. Got a, got a couple more, couple more games. Um, okay. Yeah, Graham, Graham, what do you what do you make of what do you make of Oregon's coming back from the dead that Georgia a lot. left them in? Well, so I mean, I mean a, I'll say that. For that. Uh, it's a it's a big statement on Georgia, like because mm-hmm. I mean BYU is a good football team. They just beat Baylor, who won the Big Twelve last year. Uh, yep. They didn't have their two best wide receivers for this game, so we'll, we'll keep that into account. But they didn't have you can't win a Baylor game. Either. You cannot win a game with your two best receivers out. Everyone knows that. Well, yeah, shouldn't, shouldn't I mean you know asterisks. I'm from the Nick Saban school of uh, football, and so I guess the only thing I would say though is just like. I mean, if Georgia did that to Oregon and Oregon to BYU, I mean, like, I think Oregon right now for me, they're a, they're the Pac-12 favorite in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to win the league, and it's going to be hilarious because Georgia beat them by 46 points in a neutral stadium, mm-hmm. mostly neutral stadium. But I, I think, truthfully, like, what I would say is uh, – Oregon's offensive line is really good. And so that does make me feel better about Georgia's kind of pass rush issues in that game. And uh, I would also say that Bo Nix, when you put him in a league that doesn't have defensive ends that run four fours, like Mm -hmm. he's going to wreak some havoc in the Pac 12 with his legs and some of his ability just because he's not going to have, you know, uh, Jalen Carter's and Nolan Smith's breathing down his neck at replay. Yeah. I, I think for me, what I took away from Oregon BYU is um, some of those things that you just talked about, especially, you know, the concern about Georgia's pass rush is a little bit diminished um, for me after watching Oregon. But what I will say is like Oregon is, Oregon is the most physical team in the Pac 12. Um, I mean, when I watch them play BYU, that, 
so much of it was just they just bullied BYU for a lot of the game, and that was on the ground. That was a line of scrimmage. There was just a lot of, um, you know, Bo Nix had 257 yards of total offense and five touchdowns. Three of those touchdowns were rushing touchdowns. I mean, I think um, I do think Oregon, yeah, is, is the favorite to win the, the Pac-12. Even over USC, I don't think USC is is can be as physical as Oregon showed that they could be on Saturday, and I don't think that that USC will find a way to do that this year with the players that they currently have. Um, but they, they look pretty good on offense, and uh, yeah. and they've got they've got talent and speed. I just don't know if if they're going to defensively come together, but. If you're asking me, I'm, I'm, I'm. I think Trojans are are gonna win that yeah. conference, but yeah, it's gonna be. It should be. It should Their be good. Defense is terrible. Their defense <laughs> is terrible. Yeah. Well, uh, Dan Lanning, uh, Josh put it up a second ago, but Dan Lanning got some help from the ESPN Game Day crew. So this is oh, what we're, uh, we're we're starting to see. <laughs> we're starting to see this now. Luke Combs, uh, Dan Lanning gave Luke Combs a shout out because he was the only one to pick Oregon to win. Um, That's awesome. Which we which we are learning. Uh, Kirk Herbstreit has just started saying it now on game day. Anytime there's the same team across the bottom, or only one person picking, uh, Kirk Kirk said that's usually a good sign for for the team that they're picking against. So um, good on Oregon. Um, I think yeah. I think uh, will <laughs> Drew wants to know how how did UGA manage to win versus South Carolina with our best wide receiver out? Um, Christmas miracle. It's an absolute good question. Teams out here just getting blown, getting the doors blown off without wide receivers. Um, I agree. Oregon USC. I, I I'm excited to see that game. I think it's going to be a great game. All right, last game we'll talk about uh, this evening: um, Eastern Michigan and Arizona State. Graham has been notoriously firm for Herm in the past. Um, <laughs> Graham live bet. Eastern Michigan money line at plus four forty. There we last go. Night. There it is. There it is. They were up seven points, and I was looking for there a little is. late night entertainment. And uh, not only did they win, they got Herm Edwards fired, and I made money. It was cool. They did. So uh, Arizona State is no longer firm for Herm. Uh, the Eastern Sadly. Michigan Eagles were a twenty and a half point underdog, came out with a win, um, and today it was announced. Um, that Arizona State has officially fired Herm Edwards. There was a clip, um, Josh, if you had the other one from Chris Cartman, there was a clip last night that I think a lot of people missed of Herm Edwards coming off the field and uh, in the end zone. Yeah, here it is. Herm Edwards comes over. Yeah, you can turn the sound off. In the end zone. So this is Arizona State President Michael Crow and <laughs> Athletic Director Ray Anderson. <laughs> I think Herm Edwards. I think Herm Edwards got end zoned. I think like this is after the loss last night. Dude, got got the hand on the lower back. I mean, they've got this is Herm Edwards getting fired after uh, he just lost to Eastern Michigan in the end zone of the stadium. Which I have you never can tell seen. Going to some paperwork right there. Yeah, I have exactly. I have never seen this before. Uh, but this is clearly uh, heads down, pat on the back. It's been take nice. notes, uh, Georgia Tech. Take notes. This is how you do it. That is how you do it, right? I mean, they didn't even let him get to the locker room. the The pre- university president, and athletic director, met him in the end zone, and Herm Edwards is no longer at Arizona State. So 
Sad day. Um, all right, that's. Do you, do you guys have anything else? The only thing I I had uh, that we John, didn't have time to get John, to. John, we we yeah. chose poorly. We counterprogrammed against twelve takeaways. Nobody's going to watch this. My Twitter They're feed not. is. It, that's it, okay. He just. It's all oh, twelve man, takeaways. There's people watching it. I know. <laughs> good stuff. Graham's that's dropped good. his twelve takeaways. Is it on Twitter and the website, or, or just the website? I posted the first one on Twitter as a little tease, so you can read it and then be like, "Oh, I really want to read the next eleven. I really I want to read it." Dog Central. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pro um, move. Pro move. Trying, man. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's a recession, no, baby. Graham, <laughs> Graham does a great job. So the twelve takeaways, which I have not read yet, because I've been goofing off with John on here. So, uh, yeah. but it's out. I will say these twelve takeaways are a little more uh, like big picture, kind of. Yeah. Like what George is doing is something that nobody's really done in a while, not named Alabama. So, yeah. Well, I'm sorry that we couldn't get to the Alabama game tonight. Uh, Cause I did want to talk about how Terry Bowden took Louisiana Monroe in there and scored a second quarter touchdown on the vaunted Alabama defense. Has also Jordan picked off Bryce Young twice. Yeah. Yeah. And two, two INTs of Bryce Young has, has, mm. Has Georgia given up a touchdown in the second quarter? No, they haven't. You know what was even more impressive is that uh, Alden and his uh, Warhawks managed to hold uh, preseason first-team All-American wide receiver Jermaine Burton to one reception for 16 yards. For 16 yards. Um, how many targets, though? Because it was all about targets, what I heard. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on. We'll look it up. We'll we'll talk about it next time. No, but go go check out the the twelve takeaways. This has been really fun. Just diving into the crazy weekend of college football. Um, we're going to be breaking down Georgia this week uh, on DogCentral.com. So join us over there. We'll also have a couple of shows. We'll do some two targets. Uh, he had two targets. Okay, two targets. Well, that's why you go to Alabama. That's why you go to Alabama for that. The, that number of targets. Um, hey, in the words of West Blankenship, roll damn family. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I'm going to plug my stats. I did my stats on the free blog, but I've also got a bunch of stats in the forum. And uh, I think I'm going to put my little number predictor thing. I shared it with the, the thread, but I was going back, did pretty well this week. It just basically just takes successive points and, how many of your successful plays you're getting and blah, blah, blah. And it did have, I'm just looking at the Herm. Uh, Eastern Michigan was 22 to 26. So that was, Let's go. that had Eastern Michigan covering that game. Had a cover. Uh, so had a cover. I think we're cooking some stuff up. We've, uh, Jimmy Guthrie's messing with some numbers. We're sharing some stuff. All that data we, we get into, we share. So I won 11 and four using your data this week against the space with money line underdogs. So nice. Nice. And then John, you had a big day prize pick. I went, yeah. So I went 10 and one against the spread using, Mm. uh, some of Josh's data as well. And in prize picks, uh, not the air Air force data, not Not the the air force Force. data. No, I didn't use the air force data. (laughs) I didn't bet it. I didn't bet the air force game. Uh, but I uh, but I went five and zero prize pick guys did a did a five and zero power play um, on a on a nice. thirty five dollar play on prize picks won three hundred fifty bucks. That easy shit. What a dog. day! What a day! Co- code, code dog, dog central. central. Code yes. dog central. Use dog central. You'll get a hundred percent match of your deposit up to a hundred bucks. So if you put a hundred dollars in on prize picks, uh, you'll have another hundred dollars to. 
uh, bet with. And it's a uh, prize picks is great. It's it's legal in Georgia. One of the few sites uh, that are legal. It's a daily fantasy uh, sports uh, site. So very fun. We put these picks out every week. So uh, definitely join us. Definitely join us over at Dog Central. Um, a lot of good stuff coming this week for the Georgia-South Carolina game. Wanted to have a little fun tonight. So uh, glad you all were able to uh, tune in. Yeah, you saw Will join us. I want more folks that if you want to come on in to this stuff and we're going to be building this platform up and bringing some folks in. So bring your data, bring your takes, bring your jokes. We love it all. Thank you. This is a lot of fun, John. Thank you for thinking this up. You got it. Happy Sunday. Later, guys.